My name is Lene McClellan, and I'm a salon owner in Chelsea, Michigan, and the creator of Radioactive. I've been inspired by the people I get to talk to every day to create a platform for those in and around our community to tell their stories, share what's important to them, and help us uncover what makes us human. Visit RadioactiveChelsea.com to see how you can get involved. Thank you for joining me for Season 2, Episode 2 of Radioactive. As part of my Season 2 launch, I wanted to start incorporating community event coverage that would help to tell the story of Chelsea. For this episode, we can sneak into this year's annual Chamber of Commerce meeting and listen to the stories of one of two business owners in town who won the Business Leadership Awards for 2019. Thank you, Randy Lee of RK Studios, for providing the audio. I am lucky to call myself a recipient of the award for my hair salon, Devil's Haircut, and my story can be shared another time. Personally, my favorite part of the meeting was hearing from Craig Common, the owner of Common Grill and the recipient of the Large Business Leadership Award. He was nominated and introduced by last year's Large Business Award winner, Phil Tolliver of Smokehouse 52. Their support, camaraderie, and mutual respect as competitors is beautiful and endearing. Let's listen in. Thanks for having me. It uh, was a year ago I was up here, Lene introducing me. So, um, but uh, I appreciate you all uh, coming out and uh, going to hang out with us and and uh, listen to a restaurant guy talk about another restaurant guy in town. So, <laughs> um, Craig, it's truly an honor to nominate you and present you uh, with the with the Large Business Leadership Award and um, especially as I said in the beginning from a restaurant guy to a restaurant guy um, that's a that's a really special bond and and uh, you know and the battle scars that you have are the ones that uh, you know I hope to have uh, 29 years later so um, what a ride that has uh, been amazing so um, the Large Business Leadership Award I mean it really as I thought about it and I'm like, leadership, I'm like, this guy opened in 1991 in downtown Chelsea, okay? That's beyond leadership. That is uh, a pioneer. Uh, there were, at that time, for those of you who don't know, there were eight vacant uh, storefronts in downtown Main Street, Chelsea, when he decided it's a great idea to open a restaurant <laughs> in downtown Chelsea. Um, so, so I, you could have gotten this award in '91 and been pretty strong, <laughs> the only contender in town. So, but it was—I mean, that's that's beyond leadership award. So, um, it, uh, it it truly is special as just a, a restaurant family and as in town, uh, you become to have this kind of funny. Uh, relationship and dynamic, uh, whether it's across the street, my neighbor, whether it's Thompson's Pizzeria, I mean, you know, we're all in the same business and fighting the same fight every single night. So um, I'm, I'm excited uh, that uh, I'm part of that now and uh, and still going uh, shooting for ever, ever to be as long around as uh, as Common Grill really has been. So um, I looked up some statistics, and uh, right now, currently in the state of Michigan, there's 16,543 restaurants in the entire state, which is unbelievable. 1% of those businesses uh, will not be around for 29 years. That 1% I just totally made up because I couldn't find the actual statistic <laughs> on it. So. But I'm assuming that's probably true, especially for a restaurant. 
So 91, 29 years ago, um, I mean any business, as most of you know, if you're a business owner, business leader here, uh, to be around 29 years is an amazing thing. To be around 29 years and to be a restaurant is a really amazing thing. Um, and it just, uh, something Craig does not know, that uh, my very first cookbook that I ever got from my mom was the Common Grill Cookbook. <laughs> and, uh, and inside it, and I got this cookbook, and, uh, and I had, as a young guy, I, was actually, I worked in Chelsea uh, at a car dealership in the beginning of my life, but, uh, and inside the cover of this cookbook it said, keep it simple, love Craig. So, it didn't say love Craig, but if he knew me, he would have said love Craig. It said Craig. But as I grew older and a few more wrinkles and hair fell out, I started really everything in life applied to the keep it simple theory. And it was just amazing of uh, no matter what I did from my mentors to my friends, a, a constant theme that kept popping up throughout my life was keep it simple. And it was, and it accounts, I'm a drummer, and it also applied, the greatest drummer that ever taught me said, keep it simple. And I'm like, how does it apply to a restaurant to a drummer? I mean, it's, but keep it simple. So, and to this day, I still have that. And it's uh, sitting, sits on my counter in a uh, little cast iron rack, so. Um, but um, uh, I opened the cookbook, and I was just, Really, I mean, early 20s, I think I was, but I opened it up and I was like, this is, oh, oh, I can't wait. And I looked through, page, page, and the first 10 pages were sauces, and I immediately closed it and I said, this guy's out of his mind. I'm not doing <laughs> And then as I grew into a foodie, and then really started to appreciate, I'm like, all right, we're breaking that cookbook. And I think we've made almost every single recipe in that cookbook. So it's been an important part of our lives. So, and you never knew that. I never told you that story, but it is very special to me. So um, it, uh, a lot of your former employees, and you and I have talked about this multiple times, but a lot of your former employees uh, I, that I know as friends and just uh, and acquaintances have worked for you throughout the years. Most of them were years and years ago when you first opened. And, uh, and being a boy from Stockbridge, uh, a lot of my friends work for you. And, uh, and to this day, uh, there are lessons they still talk about you. That there are just lessons and things that you taught them that you never even knew you taught them. And that's such a powerful thing when you really think about it that whether we realize it or not as a leader or a business owner, they're picking this stuff up. And it's no different if you have a little kid and go ahead and say a swear word around them. Tell me they don't pick stuff up pretty quick. So, but to this day, multiple, multiple, all the time, people constantly tell me, oh, I work for Craig, I work for Craig. And, it was, and they tell me about their experience. And not one of them ever, ever, it's always been the greatest thing. They learned so much from you. And so, and to me, that many years later, that's, a, that's a, a, such a powerful thing. So, and, uh, and I would, only hope, and for all of us in this room, that someday that my employees could ever say that about me. Um, truly, in town, I guess, for me, and I will tell you, and it's uh, not a surprise that I would not be as successful as I am as a restaurant guy if you did not, uh, you didn't cut a path in uh, 91, you blazed the highway and you left a map for entrepreneurs to follow. 
Um, and I would say breadcrumbs, but I would imagine you leave those damn rolls instead of breadcrumbs. <laughs> It's the one thing that uh, I can't smell smoke anymore, but as soon as they fire up them rolls, man, I can smell them a mile away. <laughs> but, but you're truly left, and not just for a restaurant guy that came along how many years later, but for every entrepreneur of a guy that really took a chance and took a long shot on, on this city. And I mean, what, uh, what a pioneer and a blazing trail idea of to holy cow open up this unbelievable, unbelievably famous restaurant in downtown Chelsea, right? So, and that's, and not just anybody could have pulled that off. And, but as I've got to know you as a friend and mentor, Craig, uh, I fully understand why you pulled it off because of who you are, truly. Um, and really, the more I do get to know you, and over the years, I've realized that although we look nothing alike. We are <laughs> very, very similar at the core of, of who we are. And then I thought about it, I didn't know who I was more afraid for, you or me, that we're so much alike. <laughs> um, so, but, uh, and things that you notice, little things that I notice that probably no one else would even notice. So as I'm sitting uh, at a stoplight, driving to my place, um, I look and I see in the early morning, He's sitting at his favorite table, cup of coffee, he's watching the news, or reading the newspaper. And I do that same thing. And that's kind of just a, a weird connection that I guess we have, because I appreciate, and we've talked about this, he appreciates that, that calm and quietness before the storm starts. And I sit there, and, and it's uh, often probably like me, as I close my eyes and really think, like, what a beautiful morning, it's gorgeous out, and, the world is great, and then you hear 20 plates fall in the kitchen. <laughs> and you're like, there goes the day. All right, time to get yeah. So, but, but that's, and I appreciate that, that I can see that, and, and I see you sitting in there, and I'm like, God, I, get, I totally understand exactly what he's doing. So, and there's a certain beauty to that, of just the, the calmness, because you know, as soon as the door's open, it's all over. So it's, it's showtime. Um, as I'd said, I mean, Craig, I, I can't stress more than enough of that I would not be as truly successful as I am today if you wouldn't have, have led the way and fought the fight that you fought all this time. And to be um, in a city, um, you know, in the, at the time, middle of nowhere, that um, is just... Uh, that people became, it, it, it was a destination, true restaurant, a true destination city. And, uh, and that just was, at the time, I mean, unbelievable. So, and it was, and we're fortunate as a city, because you could have landed anywhere. Mm -hmm. And as a city, think about, imagine this city without Common Grill, mm -hmm. right? And how many times when you say, I'm from Chelsea, Michigan, what the first thing you say is, have you ever been to the Common Grill? Right, so, and that's what, and that's just part of, I mean, such a huge part that makes us so unique and so special that we have you here and you've, and you've fought that fight for so long of just 29 years of the restaurant business, which is unbelievable, really. So thank you for that. Um, I uh, truly appreciate you as a friend and a mentor. Um, you've taught me 
uh, more than you know, and I appreciate you more than I can say. So um, not once you would think being the young guy swinging in, going to open a restaurant, um, that uh, not once did Craig ever say, it's a bad idea, I'm not going to talk to you about it. So it was literally, we were uh, sitting in the uh, Summerfest tent. He was, it was an early morning and he was sitting there having a coffee. He was the only one in there and I grabbed my coffee and went and sat down next to him and, and he said, well, I hear some things going around town. <laughs> and I'm like, yep, they're all true. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to open a barbecue joint. So, and he just, in, in the simplest way, said, you'll be fine. And that was it. And that's, you know, for me, and at that point in time, because you've been down that same path, uh, that's what I needed to hear. You know, I needed to hear that you'll be fine. Because I had everything I didn't need. Young kids, mortgage, car payments, everything else. But I was going to take that leap. And when you cross that bridge of saying, maybe I'll do it, to, I'm definitely doing it. That's a, that's a big leap. And uh, it, it, mentally, it's a big leap, you know, it's just that when you go from that and realize this is going to go down, this is going to happen. So, so I needed that, that morning, whether you knew that or not, I needed it that morning. So um, really, truly, uh, to wrap it up, I'm going to take your advice and keep it simple. And I'm just going to say thank you for everything that you've done for our city and everything that you've done for uh, me personally and that it's truly an honor to be able to present you with this uh, well-deserved award. Very, very nice. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, when um, uh, I got notice of this award uh, on a Wednesday morning in the restaurant, I had this bogus meeting, I guess, set up with Bob Pierce. <laughs> and I had a meeting prior to that with one of my managers, and I was hot under the collar. And, uh, so Bob's talking to me about whatever the meeting we're having, and I was not paying attention to Bob whatsoever. <laughs> I didn't know what the hell he was talking about. I was just like, and then all of a sudden I see all these people walking in front of the restaurant with balloons and stuff, and I thought, well, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be present when Bob gets another award. <laughs> and I thought That's, that was pretty cool. And everybody comes in and starts looking at me, I'm going, oh, okay. Well, what's this all about? Anyway, it means a lot coming from you, Phil, fellow peer, to get nominated. Very special. A few thank yous. Uh, I, I certainly need to talk and uh, thank uh, Bob Daniels, uh, who took a chance on me uh, 29 years ago without knowing me to give me an opportunity. And without that, uh, I wouldn't be here. I want to thank my current employees, 64 of them, uh, for doing their part day in, day out, all the time. Uh, got a great group of kids. I mean, half of the staff probably wasn't even born when I opened the restaurant. <laughs> uh, 
but uh, they're a good group and it's uh, interesting the dynamics of working with a lot of young people. It, it, it keeps me very young and, uh, and I love every part of it. And you're right, 29 years, uh, July 26 will be 29 years uh, for the restaurant. And what's a little interesting tidbit is at the end of this year, 2020, we will have served four million people wow. in, our, in our restaurant. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy. But most importantly, I need to thank my wife. soon to be 41 years together. Uh, she supported me in my entire career, uh, encouraged me, and gives me guidance all the time. We work together, she does the book work, and uh, you know, sometimes working with spouses can be fun and can be you know, difficult, but uh, <laughs> it's been mostly fun. Uh, and I also want to congratulate Lanai, because, uh, Lene, sorry. Uh, her story is a great story, and, uh, and that's what makes a lot of people in this town so important, so interesting, and why this town is so good. Just a little past history about me. Uh, before I started this project, Common Grill, uh, I worked for Chuck Mirror Restaurants out of Detroit for 13 years or so. And at the end, the last five years, I was a corporate chef in charge of 16 restaurants. So when I made the decision, uh, to, to take this, this thing on, uh, I had a lot of, mm, I, I knew I could do it, I thought I had the ability, I was very confident, but as Phil said, 1991, Chelsea, okay? Uh, it, it's not what it looks like today. Uh, but I remember the first training class we had, you know, 30 strangers, in the dining room of the restaurant, talking to them, trying to tell them what my vision was going to be, and having them believe to, to trust me. You know, these people are probably thinking, I'm hoping I'm gonna get a paycheck, you know, in, in a couple, couple weeks. But the, the two things I, I, I told them right from the get-go is, you, you need to have trust in me, you need to take care of the guest, and you need, need to take care of each other. And if we do that, everything else will take care of itself. And it's interesting, uh, you know, when you open a restaurant, you know, everything's a flurry. Uh, whether you're doing 20 people or 200 people. But we had, in the back in the day, uh, when there was a newspaper every day, we had the Ann Arbor News that actually did reviews of restaurants. And the first Thursday in October of 91, we got reviewed and they had a numbering system based on 10 points for three categories and we scored 9 out of 10, 9 out of 10, and 10 out of 10. Wow. And from there the rest is pretty much history. It was crazy after that. And it was the weekend of uh, the first, second home game of U of M. And it was, <laughs> it was unbelievable. I mean there were people kind of running across the street to get into the restaurant at 5 o'clock. And so, it was crazy. Anyway, the impact that the restaurant has had over the years in the beginning, you don't think about that because you're just trying to make ends meet and trying to uh, start a business and try to see 
how well you can run a business and all that kind of stuff. So as a business owner, you're trying to, number one, have passion, commitment, hard work, but you gotta have fun. You're not having fun. I, I carumba. Uh, it'd be really tough. Uh, with the staff, you gotta communicate, you gotta communicate your expectations and your vision of what you're trying to accomplish and never waver from your goals, from your concept, from your passion. Just never waver. Always stay true to what you want to do. What it means to be a business owner. For me, as I said, when you're first starting off, you're just trying to, you know, walk through the muck and uh, see what you can do. Uh, but I also realized after we got the ball rolling and the business was doing very well and you could see people happy in the dining room and all that, I knew that I needed to get involved in the community. I thought that was important. The community supported our restaurant uh, from the get-go. And so from a business owner standpoint, uh, I think it's the most important thing to do is take that responsibility, get involved in whatever it might be, financially, physically, uh, to be part of the community. Uh, and we have that here in this community. Uh, I have had the privilege of being on the hospital board in the past. I'm on the board of Purple Rose Theater. I'm on the board of Chelsea State Bank currently. And those to me are three very important foundations of this community. Uh, sometimes we're so close to the subject matter that we take a uh, hospital of that magnitude for granted and we're just a small little city and so we're very fortunate to have that uh, and part of that is learning so much from other business leaders that you can apply to your own business and of course you know my true love uh, is being on the board and the president of the board of cafe Chelsea area festival and events uh, we uh, have a tremendous team a great group of volunteers uh, we've been at it, well, Sounds and Sights have been, this will be our 16th year uh, doing that. And uh, Sounds and Sights Festival, Hometown Holiday, I really think this group of people uh, uh, really helps shape the fabric of the community and, and how successful downtown is, certainly in the summertime. Um, and it's important that part of it is just telling and shouting out our story about what our community is all about. And when you walk around the streets on Thursday or the hometown holiday and you see everybody enjoying themselves and having a good time, I think that's what it's all about. And, and keeping Chelsea top of mind for a business owner is extremely important. Uh, so going forward, uh, the important question I have to ask is who and where are the next leaders? because that's going to be very important going forward in this community that as we get a little older <laughs> and uh, we need some young people to pick up the flame, uh, that's going to be important to keep everything uh, top of mind. And you know, we're very fortunate to have a business community that takes pride, works hard every day to make Chelsea a special place. And whether it's Lene who just came on board into the city and whoever else or old guy like me, been at it for 29 years, it's very important for everybody to, to mesh and work for the same thing. Just a few closing remarks. 
And I've always told my staff, you know, because, uh, you know, Phil came into town and started a restaurant, and this person starts a restaurant, and that person starts a restaurant, and you hear, what do we need in town? Another restaurant. <laughs> I always tell my, my staff gets nervous and all that, and I always say, we can only take care of the four walls that we're in. And as long as we do that, nothing else matters, and we, we, we want people to come in a community to conduct business that are good business people that want to do the right thing, that want to hold their head high in what they're working hard on, whether it's a restaurant, nay, or any other business in the this, in this city. The first month we were open, a Chicago restaurant tour stopped in a restaurant. He gave me a quote, and I think about it all the time. He said, do your best to get better every day, because if not, if you're not, you're getting worse because some, someone is always working to get better every day. And so that resonates with me. We can never rest on our past, our laurels, whatever. In the restaurant business, every day is a new day. Whatever happened yesterday, that's out the, that's out the window. And it's, you're, on, you're on stage every single day and you've got to be on point every single day. And that's not easy to do, okay, as Phil knows. Uh, and the, the one statistic you pointed out uh, that uh, restaurants that have survived 30 years, uh, it's actually uh, less than 0.001%. Okay. <laughs> so with that, I have one year and five months to get there to 30 years. So it's uh, what a goal to have, huh? You know? uh, anyway, we'll wrap this thing up. I want to share the award with all the other entrepreneurs in Chelsea, both small and large, uh, as we have something special going on here, and I'm very proud to be a part of it. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Radioactive Chelsea. Sign up at our website, radioactivechelsea.com, to receive notifications for when the next podcast is released.